if you understand your target really well, your job is over already. Because if you understand them enough to, to engage them and convince them of something, then they'll buy from you. In today's episode, I'm going to sit down and talk to Ben Gorman, who is a professional copywriter and copy editor for the past 10 years, and he's been writing for big companies and brands like Hotels.com, Norton LifeLock, and Purple Mattress. In this episode, I'm going to talk to Ben about AI content that took over the internet overnight with ChatGPT and laid off a lot of writers. So we're going to discuss the future of AI content, the future of copywriting, and how you can step up your website and online content game with AI but also to convert it into sales. I'm like, stop writing the content, start communicating with me. Because a lot of writers, they can't see through the page, but all the content that you're creating, it's, it's not about putting the words on the page, it's about communicating with the reader. At, at SEO Mastery Summit in 2003, and I was very, how to say, inspired by your presentation on the pre-workshop because I'm personally super interested in writing. Sure. Yeah. And thank you. First, thank you so much for having me. As I told you before, I've been watching the podcast and I'm enjoying it. And it's cool to see myself on the screen. Yes. Good to have you here. Thank you. I'm a content writer, copywriter, content editor, and consultant. I've been writing and doing that for about 10 years. And yeah, I help brands to improve their content creation processes, improve their structures and their infrastructures so that they can create content, better content at scale from the perspective of their entire teams, creating a content department that, that works more efficiently, that creates better content. I also write for big clients like Hotels.com, Norton, antivirus company, and a number of other, other large companies. Fantastic. And how did you land your job into writing like was this like when you started college or like high school did you know that you're going to become a writer or how did you start no I never did actually I got started writing about I would say in about 2013 and it was kind of by chance I studied marketing in in college so I had a background in marketing but at the time I was teaching English because I wanted to move abroad and learn a language and you know just travel. And so I moved to Italy and I got a job teaching English. And I was living with a roommate who worked for a, a travel company called Off Track Planet. It was a popular travel blog and website, you know, back, back in 2010 to 2015-ish. And they needed writers. And so I started writing content for their travel blog for a exactly zero dollars and zero cents per article I no was doing, yeah Why? I was doing it. well i didn't know that it was even a job at the time like i i was just like whoa this is so cool i can write an article and like it it's on the internet like oh that's so cool. yeah so i was just doing it like in my free time because i thought it was it was cool and then a couple years later well those articles got on like huffington post and they got on like you know, they got tons of engagement online. And a few years later, I, I found out about this job, you know, content writing. And so that's content for websites like Indiegogo, Kickstarter, uh, working on those campaigns. And that taught me a lot about marketing because really, you know, when you're developing the content and the videos, the scripts, the layout for those pages, you know, you're really managing 
the conversions because every all of the traffic is coming to those to that one page. Yeah. And that's where literally 100% of the traffic is converting. And it's up to you really to be to sell that um, whatever the product is. And so I ended up working for a lot of different companies doing those projects and a lot of different products. And some of them, you know, were in you know, the top 20 projects of the year. Some of the products, you know, the, the projects were funded for like millions of dollars. So I learned a lot about like, okay, maybe I'm, I don't have a, a niche specialization when I'm writing, but I know how to market, you know, I know how to market this product. I know how to understand the target, to research a target, and then to figure out like what makes them tick and how to communicate that effectively to convert. And so once I kind of figured that out, then I was like, all right, well, now I can kind of, I can help other people with this because I see that it's done so poorly on most websites and most companies do it pretty poorly. And with what a- are the things that you see a lot of companies do wrong on their landing pages that don't convert? Well, I think that one big issue is like product focused content. So people really tend to focus on their product and they're talking about their product a lot. And the more you talk about your product often, the less you're talking about your customer. Okay. Okay. But really the customer only cares about themselves. They only care about their own experience. That's why everyone talks about benefits, benefits, benefits all the time, you know, but you know, it's easier said than done. But yeah, uh, a lot of content is product focused and it, and it loses the customer, like uh, what, what the customer's motivations are behind, behind their, their actions or their desires to, to purchase a product or to convert. And a lot of copy, you know, or content is just doesn't get to the point. So you think you have to, to build a, you know, a long introduction, which kind of rambles and nowadays like readers, customers, like you, you have to get them like really quick. Right. So content that lacks hooks or generally just content that, that isn't customer focused. Like it doesn't have, it doesn't appeal to, to their, what, what their actual customers wants and needs are. I Um, see. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you can talk about other things like, like readability as well. Some websites just are, are not very easy to read. And that'll lose a lot of people, but in terms of the actual content of the content. Content yeah. of the content. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I understand. You know, when you mentioned readability, like I, I really agree with you because when I was in college and then we were supposed to write things for marketing, we I was I felt pretty limited because we were in this university environment. As a result, we had to write like a university student. But if you think about like how to write as a marketer or like a, a sales right sales copywriter for example it's totally different and a lot of people and i believe many of our listeners who are starting out or learning marketing they still fall into the trap where they would write too formal right definitely i i super boring i agree 100 and you know this is one thing that i say to people i'm that i'm training or i'm working with who people do this all the time like most most content creators most writers are doing this and i tell them like stop writing content. Like, I know that you're like, not stop writing, like don't do the job, but like, like you're writing content, like what you think is, is supposed to be on the page based on what you've learned or based on the past. I'm like, stop writing the content, start communicating with me, you know, 
because like a lot of writers, they can't see through the page, but all the content that you're creating is it's not about putting the words on the page. It's about communicating with the reader. And when you get too focused on that, like, yeah, that formal, like, oh, this is ad copy, you know, or, oh, this is, this is how you structure an article or this or that. When you get too focused on that, then you forget about the person on the other side of the page, which is your reader, right? Yeah, yeah, yes. Now that the chat GPT came out and even at the conference, a lot of people were asking you guys, like, okay, what's happening since AI is in? Because I also messed around with chat GPT and like I prompted it in a way that it even writes better than me. Like if it's about an article, I, I'm so lazy to summarize it in, in a creative like in just like a little bit creativity, I just prompt it. How do you think that ChatGPT has affected your work? I haven't been affected in terms of like lost clients or anything, but like everyone who I work with is now like, oh, have you used ChatGPT? Oh, how can we use this? You know, how can we improve our content? How can we do this or that? And so that's pushed me to, you know, to incorporate it more into what I do, but I'm you know, I have an idea of the quality that I expect from myself and my clients, of course, have the idea of quality that they expect from me. And AI content isn't really able to deliver that level of quality. And so it's a little bit, it's a little bit difficult to, to figure out how to use it effectively. But I think in terms of the industry, you know, ChatGPT has, I believe, eliminated probably like 60% of the content writing jobs already. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I was working with writers that I don't work with anymore. And it's, and it's really, it's as simple as if you're not as good as the AI, then you will no longer have a job, right? Of course. Yeah. If you're a content writer. Yeah. So, and, and it sucks to say it, but like, if, the AI creates better content than somebody that I was paying, then there's no way that I'm going to, I'm going to pay that person anymore. Like that's my, that's part of my my income. So, and it's only a matter of time. Like right now that like good copywriters, good content writers don't really have anything to worry about. But when chat GPT five comes out, it's going to eliminate another chunk of, of of writers so so yeah i mean everything is changing everything's yeah. changing or not and i mean google is, has yet to we don't know what's gonna what google is gonna do people think they know but nobody knows and we don't know what's gonna happen in in the seo industry and those are most of our clients you know i understand yeah. sometimes so i'm thinking like I also read an article where like some writers have been laid off due to mm-hmm. AI, but I'm thinking like, oh, how much time did those writers actually spend on AI to, to improve their writing? Because I love to write. I still love writing, you know, and I also love messing around with AI. What is it like to prompt this? And all of a sudden I become an English teacher mm-hmm. <laughs> and telling AI how to write better. Which then I know that it would take me further, but yeah, I cannot blame if someone is not trying and gets laid off. If they get, try and they get laid off, yes, it's totally awful. But if you yeah. don't try, I don't know. 
Yeah, I mean, it's the it's it's a technological it's a like a, a technological shift, right? Mm-hmm. So when a new technology comes out, you have to adapt, and a lot of writers, you know, even me at first, like it's scary, so you want to just like reject it, right? You want to say, oh, it sucks. Oh, that content's horrible. Oh, this is stupid. A machine will never replace me, you know. But the but you have to learn to adapt. Yeah. And the writers who are able to do that, then they'll be okay. And those who who aren't, but you have a lot of writers as well who are trying to adapt. And the method of adapting is just like, oh, I'll just generate all my content with AI and sell it for the same price that I sold it before. And that's not that's not very good either. Hi, if you listened to this far, thank you so much for listening. And if you enjoyed the show, please leave me a review on either Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or my YouTube channel. If you have any feedback for the show, please let me know on the Aspiring CMO Podcast social media pages on Facebook and Instagram, or send me an email on my website. Now let's get back to the episode. Okay. Okay. Awesome. I heard that you've also launched a new course since then. Is that around chat GPT-2? Yes. So basically everything we've been talking about, like, okay, how can you combine these two things? How can you combine like AI generation tools, ChatGPT, and get, you know, get good content from that. So that's the course that I I'm releasing or that I just released. It's called the AI copy editing crash course. It's a short course where I share my process of generating and editing AI copy to get human results. So basically it's a step-by-step course. You start with a blank document and chat GPT, and it tells you how to generate the outline, use the outline to generate a draft, how to edit your draft in order to prompt the AI to give you a better version of your article, and then to make human revisions to to come to, to make human revisions so your final draft is engaging human content and with the process you're you know if people care about ai detection these articles do pass ai detection and in the course so i I go over all of the steps step by step and i then i actually write an article on camera oh so okay so it's also like a like over the shoulder type of videos too right i really found those valuable because often we don't know we don't know what we don't know and just seeing how the actual creator makes their art (laughs) is so so much useful it's so so useful yeah yeah and i wanted to do this like you know in video form because you know even though i'm i'm a writer i should be able to describe things properly like when I was trying to tell people about this process, like, oh, here's how I do it. I was like, okay, this isn't good enough. Like I have to show you, um, okay, how, here's how you go into the AI. Here's how, here's how you prompt it. Here's what you say. Here's how you do the edits in the document. And it is, you know, it's, it's something that you can repeat for every article that you write. And uh, it's something that you can easily teach if you have, if you're a manager um, or content manager, you can easily teach it to your editors and writers to kind of improve because the AI speeds up the content creation, of course, right? But it sacrifices the quality. But the human editing brings that quality back in. So while it's not as fast as generating an article with AI and just being done with it, 
it, it gives you a faster way to create content, but without losing the quality. So you, you definitely speed up your process. I, I probably speed up my process like two, two or three times. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it's, it's quite effective if you, have, if you have the content skills already to infuse into the AI copy. We're just going to take a quick break to mention that you can also sign up for Benz's Crash Course using the link in the show notes and learn how to turn your content into a money printing machine. You can use ChatGPT 4 or 3.5 for his course. And of course, it does not take you more than one hour to complete it. So I really recommend you to try it and let Ben know how it went. Can you tell me like an example where a content is like very mediocre? So let's start with like an introduction, right? So if you have a, a piece of content, the introduction is probably the most important part. Introduction on a blog post. In a blog post, yeah. I mean, okay. we can say in a blog post or in even a review article, product review article, almost any type of content that you create, even a, like a landing page. We, we don't really call it an introduction on a landing page, but like the first content that your reader engages with is going is the most important because that is the content that convinces them to continue reading. So that needs to hook the reader. So what I would say is like, you know, in an introduction, if your introduction is boring or if it doesn't give your reader any reason to trust, it doesn't have any hook, then I would say that's kind of like mediocre or like not very good content because really your only only people who are going to read are the people who are like, really committed to reading that article most of the people are probably going to click the back button Mm -hmm. Uh, and in terms of the content generally like you know it has to be you have it has to be reader focused so you have to you have to use we would say benefits in sales copy right so you want to about the benefits of your product or service in a way that creates value for the reader um, For example, let's say you want to sell a lawnmower. Yeah. So if I want to sell a lawnmower, then I would want to know like who my target is, right? So if I'm selling a lawnmower to like somebody who's over 55, right? Then I might say like, oh, this lawnmower is like, it's super easy to, to maneuver and, and push and start. You know, so for example, you know, you'll never dread having to go out and mow your lawn. You might actually enjoy it. You know, you'll never you know, wake up the next day with achy joints because you just couldn't get your lawnmower started. Something like that, you know. Okay, uh, so it's highly now. specific to the person that you're writing for. Yeah. Yeah, that's just off the top of my head. But you can see how that's that's customer centric, right? Yes. That's not, that's not product focused. It's it's a, it's it's making it about what the customer wants. And so when you have copy that's not very good, you might see a copy about a lawnmower, copy about a lawnmower that's like, oh, it's lightweight. So it's easy to push, you know? Oh, you know. Or even worse, like they would just name the this lawnmower is a type two, I don't know, yellow exactly. four wheel machine yeah. and it cuts your grass very fast <laughs> something like that right a lot, yeah like, yeah exactly <laughs> a lot of copy is like that like we say like you know if you go to the store and you ask uh somebody for advice about a lawnmower and then they just go to the lawnmower and they just read what's on the box 
Like yeah. that's not helpful, right? Like you can read what's on the box of the lawnmower yourself. You can go to the product page and read it. Like your content needs to go like deeper than that and needs to, to explain those benefits, create that value. And, and also we, we talk about storytelling, which is basically the same thing I was just doing, which is telling a story where the, the reader is, is the main character, you know? Mm-hmm. So, and that's what people confuse about storytelling and content really is because uh, they think that you're telling a story like with, with characters and you're like, oh, I bought a lawnmower and it was really great. So you'll love it too. No, that's not what it is. The storytelling and content is when you tell a story and the reader is the main character. So when you're like, oh, you know, what if, what if you woke up on a sunny day and instead of dreading mowing the lawn, you know, you actually look forward to it because no, I don't even know. The grip is so comfortable. I don't know. <laughs> I understand. I understand um, that. Yeah, yeah. So that, yeah, that sort of creative storytelling, that, that sort of content mm-hmm. is also really good. Sorry, we're getting like, I don't even know, we're getting off topic maybe, but so yeah, I guess not poor content would not have those elements of, uh, of storytelling of anal of, uh, creating like anecdotes, metaphor and building benefits into something that really speaks to your targeting. Mm-hmm, I see. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. And in your course, you also probably teach like how to identify benefits to the correct products and vice versa, right? No, not really. No, no. no. Okay, this okay. course is in this course, this is a short course. It's like, it's like an hour. Right? Okay. So if I wanted to go into, you know, what is a benefit, how to communicate benefits, how to, how to, you know, properly tell a story, how to craft an introduction, all this stuff that would be like, that would, that would take a million years. You know, that's a, that's a huge, huge thing. So this course does not teach how to write copy or write content. It basically just teaches like how to take the skills that you have and implement them with AI in like a responsible and effective way. So this course is for content writers or copywriters who are like, I would like to become more efficient and make more money, work faster without reducing my quality, incorporate AI into my content and also understand how it works because my clients will be asking for this. And it's also for people who are managing writers and content creators who want to implement AI into their daily content creation processes because this this course you know it's it's short it's easy it's repeatable so really you can watch it over lunch break and then in the afternoon teach three writers like oh hey like this is how we're going to be creating our outlines and doing our edits now and then the next day start to implement it yeah awesome Uh, all right thank you Ben and one of the other things that also sets you apart from a lot of writers is that you're also an online entrepreneur and you're a digital nomad now. You're like in Prague, you were in Spain before, and then before that, probably Asia. Yeah. Yeah. So you're, you're living this like awesome lifestyle. And I want to ask you like how, what would be an advice for you from, from you to other aspiring marketers and digital nomads? Uh, reflecting on your experience? Oh, I, I mean, 
if you actually want to be a marketer, like a, like a, a high level marketer, I would say you just stay customer focused all the time, you know, and it seems cliche, but I, I do content for like an agency that writes for like the 1%. And so I, I do content for, for some pretty high level CMOs, like thought leadership content about them. And so I get to research some of these like big time marketing people. And they say the same thing because you, it's so easy to lose focus on the customer. And right now, like customers needs, they evolve so quickly because we have, you know, we have, you know, we have AI, we have the internet, we have smartphones that allow us to engage with brands in tons of different ways, engage with lots of different products. You can get anything you want now in with a click, Amazon will deliver you anything in like six hours. So you really, as a marketer, you have to constantly like figure out, you know, what your customers are doing, what they're watching, where they're going, what new apps they're using to access services, how you can be where they are, you know, and it applies to content too. Like what we've been talking about this, this entire time is, is appealing to, to your target and, and doing that, doing that research. So I would say as well, like as a part of that, like don't, underestimate target research. You have to understand your target market. And that's something I talk to so many people, you know, people who are working in, who are own large companies, you know, and they, they don't have this, they don't do any target research, you know, so they don't understand who is buying, their, who is supposed to be buying their products or who they want to buy their products. And that's a, a huge, huge that can destroy your entire company or at least like prevent you from from making the the money that you should be making at the end of the day like if you understand your target really well your job is over already because if you understand them enough to like to engage them and and convince them of something then they'll buy from you no problem so yeah i would say to to cmo aspiring cmos yeah customer focused and and target research to digital nomads, what can I say to digital? I guess get the skill, like really focus on the skill, right? Because I see that on, for example, you, like you've really uh, focused and crafted writing, copywriting, which you can do anywhere else in the in the world. Yeah, right? yeah you're right. I mean, obviously, if you want to be a digital nomad, you have to have a skill that allows you to travel. You have to have the, the lifestyle um, that allows you to travel and you have to have kind of the the courage to go to different places and go explore. But also you're exactly right. Like you, you need to maintain a level of dedication to your craft because as a, as a digital nomad or as a freelancer or whatever, like you need to, you need to self-discipline and, and you need to, you're not ever going to have anyone forcing you to, to get better and to improve as well. Cause at your job, you know, your boss will be like, Oh, you know, you have to go to this, you know, go to this conference, go to this meeting. Oh, you know, we're implementing a new system. Oh, you have to learn this. Oh, we have to, we're going to assess your quality. That never happens when you're a freelancer, your clients will just leave you if you're not, if you're not keeping up with time, the times and getting better. So yeah, it's people think it's glamorous, but you know, if you want to be a digital nomad, also, <laughs> yeah. also work, work, work hard. Yeah. 
I know that's really it's really good advice. What, it is. It what, is. Yeah. A lot of people don't. I don't know. It's really easy to be lazy nowadays. Everything is like as you said, laid out for us. Well, like we get anything just like in a day or six hours, as you said. If anybody would like to contact contact you, how can they find you, Ben? Well, I would say that the best places to do that are on the some Facebook groups. So I have one Facebook group which is for content managers and people who are managing writers, and then I have a new one that's for that's based around the course that's for like writers and everyone. But I moderate the groups. Anyone can join the new course, which is the AI copywriting or AI copy editing crash course group. But people can contact me. Can find my profile and my consulting services on Upwork. I have consulting packages for um, for AI content editing and generation, and also for crowdfunding content consulting, and then on Facebook as well. Okay, fantastic. I'm gonna link everything down in the show notes, and feel free, everyone, to join Pence's Facebook groups. He always leaves really valuable advice and comments there. I also follow it, so I know. <laughs> awesome. Thank you, Ben, so much for joining the podcast and good luck with your course. Thank you so much for having me.